This light is Jesus. I love the way that video ends because it's the reminder of what we're here to do tonight. These past few weeks here at True Life Church on Sunday mornings, we've been in a message series called Searching for a Savior. And we've gone back before the stories of Jesus' birth, uh, about 400 years in fact, to the book of Malachi. And reading the prophecies within this book, we've learned about two important messengers. One who is the messenger who will prepare the way, who we now know is John the Baptist, and the other is the messenger of the covenant, and that is Jesus Christ. One is a prophet, John the Baptist again, and the other is a priest, a high priest actually, and that is Jesus. And we read the first long chapter of Luke, all 80 verses of it, where angel Gabriel meets Zechariah, who is a priest in the temple, the father of John the Baptist, and he tells him that he will have a son and to call him John. Now, Zechariah does not believe the angel, and he's unable to talk until after his son John is born. Gabriel also appears to Mary to tell her that she will have a son and to call him Jesus, and that her son will be the son of the Most High. Unlike Zechariah, Mary believes the angel and says that she's the Lord's servant. And some of us are in reality this Christmas season, maybe just like Zechariah, when we think about it. We go through the rituals of Christmas. The tree, the parties, the dinners, the traveling, the shopping, the presents, mindlessly traversing the traditions of this season, and maybe believing in God, but not actually expecting Him to show up. Finally, this past Sunday, we looked at Zechariah and Mary's response to the good news that Gabriel had given them. Now, both Zechariah and Mary sing a song of praise. Zechariah, of course, had to wait a lot longer until after his son John was born to be able to do that. But if you've ever wondered why we come together on Sunday mornings in churches all across the world and we do this thing, we sing songs. Why, why do we do that? This is just one of the many reasons. Because when the joy of the Lord sweeps through the dirty, dusty darkness and the mangers of our lives, and sweeps us clean, the first thing we can or should respond with is a song. Just thank you, Lord. And so Mary and Zechariah sing that song of praise. Christmas has a great way of reminding us through song that hope is here. Now, in no way am I bashing the fun holiday songs. I love to sing them just like you guys do. But there are songs that our hearts should passionately cry out for and with this time of year. The songs that actually give Christmas its purpose. And those, song is, those songs, it's not Santa Claus is coming to town. It's Christ is coming to Bethlehem. Those songs aren't all I want for Christmas is you. A little Mariah Carey going on. I won't b- trouble you with my impersonation of that. It's not all I want for Christmas is you. It's all I need for Christmas is him. It's not about Frosty the snowman. It's about the forgiveness of sins. And it's not jingle bells. It's Jesus is born. That is our song this Christmas season. We have a joy to share. We have a message of peace, of hope, of a savior. We have glad tidings, good news to share. Our searching has come to an end and our answer is found in this room here together tonight.
and it's Jesus, like that video reminded us. His song can be sung in and through our lives and the way we live them. So we gather tonight on this Christmas Eve to sing those songs together, and we've already done a lot of that. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And that song, if you're maybe just like me, that song just has to put a smile on your face. Hope is here, hope is born. Joy to the world. It's hard to sing that with a frowny face. Oh, come, let us adore him. In multiple versions, we've sang here tonight. But that's what it's about. Oh, come, let us adore him. And silent night that we'll be singing together to close later. And we bring our families close. We circle them around to remember the story that gives this season and our lives its meaning and its purpose. So let's read that story again together tonight. If you have your Bibles, I'd like to invite you to turn to Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And if you don't, no worries, you can just listen along. And it says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping their watch over the flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, he had told, what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. That story reminds us that hope is born. And if you're familiar with the Christmas story, that's probably the version you know. Maybe that's the one you're familiar with. Now, you may not know this, but Matthew is the only one besides Luke of the four Gospels to actually tell the story or recount anything of Jesus' physical birth. Mark and John do not. But John, however gives us a magnificent glimpse of the Christmas story in a way most of us, I bet, usually don't think about. It makes us think about what Jesus was actually here to do and how his purpose affects our lives. 
So I'm going to turn over to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, if you'd like to follow along. But I'd like you to listen to this with the perspective now of Christmas. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John, John the Baptist we know. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. And here in verse 9, this sentence sums up the Christmas story. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Now, These first nine verses present the Christmas story in a, maybe a brand new way for each one of us. John's words echo the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis, where the first thing God creates, do you remember, is light. But Jesus' coming wasn't just physical light with angels in the heavenly realms praising His name. It's also a spiritual light. And that light shines out in the darkness of our earthly lives through heartache and loss, through grief and sadness. This light searches for us when we wander from it because it knows the way home. This light is a beacon calling out to us in the storms of our lives, offering true hope, peace, and salvation. You guys on Facebook much? Yes? No? No one has Facebook in here, right? No? Okay. Well, I saw something a, a couple weeks ago, and maybe it's just me being dumb, but it's just rocked, rocked my world. It's something we just usually don't think about that. I got a whiteboard up here that Kristen was able to put up for me. Thank you. And so hopefully this is clear enough, even from a distance, you can see a shadow, right? You can see a shadow from my hand on this whiteboard. I wanted some kind of white space because... This black curtain would be pointless. So here's, here's a little bit of shadow you can see. I've got a match, just regular kitchen matches. We'll see how they go um, from the 4 o'clock. Um, didn't work out so well, but here we go. So here's a match. You can just see there's a, there's a shadow from the match, right? But when I light the match, there's no shadow of the flame even from another light. It's cast out. There's no darkness in the presence of light. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. But that's, that's something that Jesus does in our lives. When the light of the world comes into our lives, it casts out all darkness. Jesus' words later in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 12, and this is going to be on screen as well, His words say, I am the light of of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the what? The light of life. Jesus came to be the light of the world. The light still shining for each one of us even more than 2,000 years later. In Him, there is no darkness. And we have the opportunity tonight to once again find our way home out of the struggles of sin, bad choices, mistakes, 
and find grace, forgiveness, and peace. We have the opportunity through faith to find joy, hope, and love more than we ever imagined. We have the opportunity to put our trust in the salvation of Jesus, the baby who was born as one of us, died on a cross for us, and rose again to life because of us. We have the opportunity to join in Jesus' purpose, to be that light of the world. Jesus goes on to say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14, and he extends to us an opportunity to join him in his purpose. He says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, no, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And you may not have been able to connect these dots before, but this is why we light candles on Christmas Eve. Because it reminds us of the light that Jesus came to be and how each one of us can carry on that light. So let us, through our faith, be that light in the world, to the world, for the world. And may Jesus, our hope, be born once again in our hearts and in our lives this Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus, who again was born as one of us, lived and died on a cross for us, and rose again to life because of us. And this light that shines out in the darkness of our lives calls us home to be with you, to have a relationship with you, to know you, to trust you, to walk alongside the steps of this, of this journey of life with you. And you've extended us an opportunity to be a part of that through the salvation of your son, saying, I actually believe this baby was born and lived and died, and I can't shake this undeniable feeling of warmth or happiness or joy that seems to come over me when I just turn my life over to Jesus Christ. This joy, like the shepherds, can't be kept silent. So may we become the light of the world and go to the hilltops, shout it from the, from the tops of the mountains, and go tell it on the mountain and everywhere that Jesus the Savior is born. May we be that light of the world. In your name we pray. Amen.